Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Andy Murray, and you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast in association with The Telegraph. We are live every day from the Aegon Championships here at the Queen's Club. Coming up on today's Tennis Pod, Peter Fleming, the man with whom John McEnroe won 52 doubles titles. He gives us an insight into life on tour with Big Mac. John McEnroe is one of these guys who, who walks into a room of 50 people and not only will they all gravitate towards him, but, but he'll also speak to all 50 people in the room. You know, he's just that sort of extroverted personality. Kyle Edmonds shocks 8C Jill Simon and he says this victory is right up there. And Jeremy Clarkson tells us about his Aegon Championships experience. Sitting right by a court is just such a visceral, fantastic thing to behold. It's Daily, it's the Tennis Podcast, it's Catherine Whitaker, and it's Gigi Salmon at the Queen's Club. Gigi, we should probably reference where we are because there's a fair amount of sound effects going on just at the moment. That's because we're overlooking the centre court and we're backing onto the clubhouse where there's quite a lot of merriment going on, isn't there? The Queen's Club members are taking advantage of a rain-free evening to enjoy a couple of drinks. Now play has ended and they've probably seen the forecast for tomorrow, so they know they will not be standing on that balcony tomorrow night. And the majority of them are British, so they're probably celebrating a victory for Kyle Edmund today. He was sensational. 6-4-3-6-6-1 definitely his biggest win to date over Gilles Simon, the world number 18. How bright is his future on the basis of this performance today, Gigi? It's a great victory for Kai when you think he's, what, 85 in the world, so he beat a player who's 67 places higher, Simon the eighth seed here, but 18 in the world. And I think the, the great thing for Kyle today is when Simon was struggling, Kyle kept his focus, and that's sometimes quite hard to do when you see your opponent sliding around and he was missing a lot of shots, Gilles Simon, but Kyle zoned in on what he had to do and he's had to wait a couple of days to play this match and we've seen how that has 
caused havoc with some players when they finally got out on court. And this isn't his favourite surface as well. He likes to slide around on the clay, so it's a wonderful win for Kyle. Yeah, Paul Kyle and his whole family have been in the players' lounge all day, every day, pretty much every time we've gone down there for one thing or another. Kyle Edmund and his entourage have been just hanging out looking really bored. And they've got more hanging out to do because he's won his match. He plays on, he will play tomorrow. But it was a fantastic result for Kyle to come through against a player like Gilles Simon pick up his best win to date. It's really interesting, isn't it, for somebody like Kyle who's on the up and up. The goalposts are shifting all the time. The expectations are shifting all the time. He's got a real opportunity now. Paul-Henri Mathieu in the second round. We'll talk about that in a moment. That's a big opportunity to reach a quarterfinal. He'll get main draw at Wimbledon by right. What are our expectations of him this grass court season? I'm not sure what they were coming into this because, as I mentioned, this isn't his favourite surface and he talks about clay being the preferred surface. So on grass, I'm not sure in terms of the expectations. I think as as British tennis fans, we heap all of those on Andy Murray and anything else we get from the British players is a bonus and all that focus and, and attention is on the world number two. So I think what we're getting from, from Kyle Edmund is the potential that he has, he's fulfilling. As you mentioned, he's got a wonderful chance to make it through another round and get into the quarterfinal. And it's great to see him playing with such confidence and and playing so well. Well, I said the man he will meet in that second round is Paul-Henri Mathieu. He caused a bit of sadness for British fans today. He beat Dan Evans 7-6, 6-7, 6-3. Real disappointment for Dan Evans. He did so well to hang in there for three sets because he had set points in that first set tie-break. Came back, won the second. Let's be honest, it's just a disappointing defeat for him, isn't it? Because he did really have chances to come through that one. He had a real opportunity to get this victory over the French and as you touched on those set points that he had and if he'd got the victory today he would have secured main draw for the US Open and that would have been something he could put to one side, forget about and then just free himself up and play his tennis but now that's something that's going to stay in the back of his mind that he still has to work towards so I'm sure Dan Evans and again he was another player that had a lot of hanging around to do in the weather will be very disappointed that he had those opportunities but the only thing he can do is go away and take the positives out of the defeat. It's a bit like Heather Watson at the French Open, isn't it? When she came in to press following that first round victory, knowing then that she'd secured her place in the Olympics, it was like the biggest weight in the world had been lifted off her shoulders. I've never seen someone look so relieved. But the good news is he's a Brummie, and I'm reliably informed by David Law that they're very resilient. So... Bigger things ahead for Dan Evans, I'm sure. Milos Raonic, now he came through, really interesting. He was poised one set all with Nick Kyrgios overnight. They had to come out for a one-set shootout. And it was Milos Raonic that came out on top, six games to four. Here is what the Canadian thought of that victory. It's uh, fun to be back here. This is my second year here in Queens. And uh, it's, been a, it's been fun here so far, and hopefully I can keep that going. Nick Kyrgios, tough man to play, but it certainly sharpened you up. Yeah, it's a great way to start a tournament and now uh, there's many challenges ahead of me and my focus goes on to doubles. And holding serve from 15-40 in the last game, no wonder you're smiling. Yeah, that always helps, you know. Uh, I was serving pretty well all the way through, so uh, I knew I could find my way. Now listen, we heard, I I was listening from down here, John McEnroe, always vocal as a player, vocal in the commentary box and vocal as a coach as well. Did you hear him? You could have missed him. How much have you practiced with him? here so far has he let anybody else practice with you no he's been on the court the whole time uh, I was hoping to hit with some righties but uh, he just wants to keep playing and uh, but uh, it's a lot of fun and he's very competitive and uh, it's uh, obviously benefiting me as well
Well, that's Milos Ranić. Very big win for him. What an awful first round draw to play Nick Kyrgios. So he's narrowly avoided that banana skin. I've just used my least favourite sporting cliche, avoiding a banana skin. But there we go, it's out there now. Anyway, he has avoided the banana skin. And he was helped in doing that by John McEnroe. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first of all, a little word on Nick Kyrgios because he played really well for large portions of that match I know it's difficult to come out and compete hanging at one set all overnight but he just seems to lack the focus and the concentration for a full three set battle don't you think? And before I answer that, I, I lacked a little bit of focus then because I'm just looking at centre court where they're using broomsticks, like witches' broomsticks, to sweep the baseline. Now, I've never seen that before. And if you're trying to, it really is something a witch would ride in terms of a broomstick. And they're just sweeping away on the baseline just to try and clear everything up. And it's, uh, yeah, sorry, so I lost a little bit of focus there. But Nick Curious, I think sometimes, I, I don't mean this to sound too harsh, but he looks a little bit bored. He almost looks like he's not interested anymore. And he comes out here. I think that's something he's confessed to himself, isn't it? It's it's a battle. It's something that he's working on all the time, figuring out how to keep his attention on the tennis court. I think he's just one of those guys with a short attention span. And that's not great in terms of moving forward. If in a three-set match it comes out over two days and he only came back here for one set, he only had to stay focused and look interested for one set. We weren't even asking for three out here today. That's what his team and he he has to work on. And for Milos Raonic, you still have to keep your focus, like Kyle Edmund did against Gilles Simon, who was struggling. It wasn't the focus, he was just struggling with his game. You still have to stay focused against those opponents. But at the same time, Raonic must have thought, this is good. I can see that Nick Kyrgios isn't really on this centre court with me, so I can just play my game, and he came through. Vranich doesn't give you anything, does he? If there's one thing he is, it's the polar opposite, concentrated, focused, intense all the time. He was very impressive today, wasn't he? I know with this supercoach element to the tournament, we're permanently looking for any indication of what these supercoaches are bringing to these guys' games, and it's so difficult. You know, first match, teaming up with John McEnroe. I might be overanalyzing it, but he was coming into the net probably a bit more than he might normally Milos Raonic am I looking into it too much <laughs> you, you want to don't you and things like that he has been coming a lot in a lot more hasn't he since the beginning of the year and it's something we've always wanted to see from it seems to be what he's now doing and hopefully John McEnroe can add confidence in terms of the movement on this service I think Milos Raonic would be an amazing poker player because he does not give you anything away but in terms of trying to read into these coaches and find out what they're going to bring who better to speak to than the man who you rightly said at the top has won 52 doubles titles with John McEnroe they won seven at Grand Slams four of them at Wimbledon is of course Peter Fleming who thinks it's an absolutely fabulous appointment he has an awful lot to offer to any player I think he got pigeonholed into people thinking well he's a little too off the wall a loose cannon and and you know, he wouldn't want to do it or wouldn't be able to do it. But he's talked for quite a few years about about the idea or, or, or liking the idea of helping a top player. You know, he's got a tennis academy. He helps a lot of little kids. And, and, and anytime you can help someone who, who has a chance to win Wimbledon uh, or one of the big tournaments, it, it's exciting. And so I'm pleased for him. I'm sure, it, you know, Milos will stretch him, will, will uh, allow him to you know get his teeth into it people are wondering what he will bring to Milos Raonic's game what was it like to work with him as part of a a double act and be as successful as you were well first of all I I think John McEnroe was probably the well he was the greatest doubles player that I ever saw perhaps the greatest of all time and and the major reason for that or one of the major reasons for that is that he made his partners play better 
you know, he, he people always think that he was this guy who who uh, would have been intimidating and really difficult a, a taskmaster, and that wasn't the case ever. He was always very supportive and always always came up with a, a thing or two to say that would help his partners, whether it was me or someone else that he played on a, you know, an ad hoc basis, just help them relax a little bit and, and play their best. And so uh, I don't imagine that he will come in and just say, right, you've got to change this, this, and this, and this, and, and turn everything upside down. He's going to come up with one or two things that, that Milos hopefully can grasp onto quite quickly and, um, and make a difference that way. I, I think that, you know, watching Milos, he's got three or four things that, that he could improve on. And uh, there's nobody that knows tennis better than John McEnroe. It seems that Milos needs help with confidence on grass because he had that fall at Wimbledon a few years back and he said it really knocked him on the surface. As you say, he, he's got the game. He started to come forward a little bit more at the start of the year. And you look at someone like him, you think he'd be a natural on grass. Yeah, I think that a lot of the things that John can help him with are mental, that, that, that just how to approach a big situation, how to approach a big match. Uh, because there, there were very few matches that John played, big matches in his career, that you would say, well, when, when the crunch came, when it was match point or someone serving for the match, when he didn't play at or near his best. You know, he was, he was, he, he was a big match player, and, and uh, that is certainly something that you, you have to be comfortable doing if you're going to win these big tournaments. And, and Milos has a lot of the physical tools, it's just a matter of incorporating those into a frame of mind that allows him to, to relax and, and, and play near his best. It's a very special relationship, a coach and a player, as it is if you're a doubles team. And you talked about that character of John McEnroe. It's, it's larger than life. Is that something that you think Milos Renic wants to try and channel that? Do you think that's something he needs to add a, a little bit of to his game? He'll never be John McEnroe, but he can take things? Well, I... I yeah, no, he's not going to be John McEnroe ever. I mean, John McEnroe is one of these guys who, who walks into a room of 50 people and not only will they all gravitate towards him, but, but he'll also speak to all 50 people in the room. You know? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
He's just that sort of extroverted personality who, who enjoys, he enjoys people. And, and so um, you have to be born that way, I think, you know, and I don't, I don't think that Milos is like that. Although he, he, I'm sure he's enjoying the, you know, just, just being around as John is enjoying it. You know, it's a, um, you know, it, it seems to be, they seem to be getting along fine and, and, uh, um, well, we'll see if, if any concrete results come of it, but uh, I think it's worth a shot, certainly. And I was wondering, when you played with him, if things weren't going right in the doubles court, maybe not out on the court, but back in the locker room, was he kind of a towel, racket, bag thrower to his partner, or was he quite calm, cool and collected? Never, never, never once did he uh, cast aspersions, at least in my presence anyway, on, on the way I played. It was always, look, I, and I remember the, one of the few first times we lost a match and I was beating myself up badly. And he said, wait a second, just, just be quiet, all right? We win as a team, we lose as a team, okay? It's not about you or me, it's us. And, and I guarantee you that's how he is with Milos and with Ricardo Piatti and with Carlos Moya and, and, and the rest of them that, that uh, he's just come in to, to be a part of the group and, and to contribute a, as well as he can. And you touched on this at the start finally, but for you, great to see him in this coaching role. Yes, because, uh, you know, it, it's fun for him. It's fun having him around, isn't it? I mean, let's face it, come on, the, the TV cameras were on him 24-7 just about during that match. And so, you know, he's, a, he, he's an icon of the sport and, and it would be great if, all those guys were around more often. Who would win in a match? We've talked about this to a couple of players. If you get Chang out there, you've got Krychek, Ivan Lendl, John McEnroe, if you put them all out into a little mini tournament, as they are now, who do you think, and Goran Ivanisevic, Boris Becker, let's throw them all in, who would come out on top? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, no, I have no idea. Come on, the youngest guy. Whoever the youngest guy <laughs> is that still plays a bit, he's going to win. I have to say that that super coach match, we just want to say whoever it is, just get them out on court, it'd be fabulous. But it's a really nice insight from Peter Fleming, especially when I asked him about would he get angry at you if he felt something was your fault on court. And he said, no, we'd go and say, he said, I never, ever saw that. He said to me on one occasion when he felt that he had done wrong, he said, look, we win as a team, we lose as a team, it's not a problem. And he was a great motivator. And it was when you see Raonic's personality and you hear that about John McEnroe, it feels... It already felt like quite a good fit, but it feels like an even better fit now hearing from Peter Fleming. I mean, it's just a fascinating relationship all round. I'm just, I think I could watch McEnroe cam during all of Raonic's matches from now on. Just his attempts to sit still amuse me endlessly. This is not a man that is good at or inclined to sit still ever, let alone for a full tennis match. I mean, he, as you say, he only had to do it for a set today and it looked like a bit of a struggle. And I like that because it is that contrast to Milos Raonic and I'm sure in part one of Raonic Curious, I saw Raonic smiling at the change of ends or it was close to a smile. You don't get a lot from Raonic. And then to have Mac around his box fist bumping and, and jumping up and down, almost having to sit on his hands so he doesn't sort of jump up and down. I just think it's great. It is great. Great day for Milos Raonic. He lost in the doubles, but I'm sure that's not too big a disappointment for him. He's playing with the fellow Canadian Vasek Pospisil, possibly looking ahead to an Olympic partnership. That might have been why they were trying to get a bit of match practice. But better fortunes in the doubles for Jamie Murray. He and partner Bruno Suarez. Jamie, of course, back up to world number
number one in the doubles. They were victorious today. They will be desperate, Gigi, won't they? Particularly Jamie, for very obvious reasons, to try and come through the draw here and win the title. What a different position they are in. Well, Jamie, of course, they weren't together this time last year, but what a different position Jamie's in now to this time last year. Well, it's incredible everything that's happening for Jamie Murray at the moment. You mentioned regaining that number one spot in doubles and being awarded an OB in the Queen's birthday honours list and being named in the Olympic team for Rio. I mean, it's just one thing after another at the moment for Jamie Murray and, and it's such a great partnership to see with, with Bruno Suarez. It's really nice to see Jamie Murray fulfilling his potential on the doubles court and being rewarded for it. Well, while Bruno was putting his feet up and preparing for that match, Jamie was having a bit of fun over at the Peugeot tent, wasn't he? And you got to talk to him. Yes, it was It was really funny, actually. It's a, it's a 3D thing where you put the glasses on and there's a video that's played and you sort of feel like you're there and part of it. So they got an unsuspecting lady into the car, put the sort of helmet on her head, and it was Jamie Murray talking through how to drive this car, as it were, through a field. It sounds weird, but I'm... I'm I'm sure it worked. It does sound weird. Apparently it was quite good and quite informative. But then they got Jamie Murray into the car beside her and during this sort of film that she's experiencing and she feels she's with Jamie, they got her to put her hand on Jamie's hand. It's getting a little bit more surreal now, isn't it? And so she sort of gave it a squeeze, still didn't know what was going on. And then at the end of this video, she, she takes the helmet off. Jamie Murray's beside her, pays no attention to him. She looks to her left and goes, oh, that was great, that was brilliant. Everybody's pointing, look, look, look to your right. She goes, that's wonderful. Then she turns around and there is Jamie Murray sort of grinning at her. And uh, she couldn't believe it and she was quite astounded. And she said, the only players in the world that exist to me are Jamie and Andy Murray. If you're struggling to recreate this image in your mind, not that that description wasn't very, very vivid, (laughs) Gigi, but if the listeners are struggling to create a picture in their mind, there will be a quite excellent video available on the tournament website so do check it out it really really is is every bit as good as you described Gigi but you also got to catch up with him about non-car related matters didn't you yeah and I wanted to speak to him about what I touched on and everything that's happening at the moment it's just such a good time to be Jamie Murray first couple of days have been a bit frustrating with all the the weather but um, it's been better today and hopefully going to get uh, get started in the tournament a bit later on and um, yeah try and do the best we can and how have you processed the last few days you're a member of the olympic team for rio you've been awarded an obe in the queen's birthday honors list there's the number one in, in doubles rankings i mean there's a lot going on at the moment yeah it's been a good week um <laughs> yeah i hope it continues till uh till the end of uh, the end of queens but uh yeah it's nice i mean it was it was nice to be to be recognized in the in the queen's honors um i, I didn't expect it at all it was nice uh Nice surprise, and um, I guess yeah, to get back to number one was uh, was cool. Uh, tried to make it last as long as uh, as long as I can. Um, it's very close. A lot of uh, a lot of guys at the top just now. Um, not much kind of splitting them in terms of like ranking stuff. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens the next few weeks. I think that's a big thing. It's the recognition for what you've done over the years on the tennis court must make you feel very proud. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think uh, you know when you start as a kid playing stuff. You, you know, you're not necessarily playing for for honours that, but um, you know, I think uh, a lot of certainly the last 18 months, a lot of great things happened to me. And uh, you know, with Davis Cup getting to number one in the world, winning Grand Slams. Um, yeah, it's nice that you know people have uh, have recognised what I've uh, what I've done, and um, yeah, try and keep it up as long as I can. If you had a bucket list, finally, what's left to be ticked off? Because I'm uh, sure you're getting through a few. Yeah, things. Wimbledon, <laughs> Wimbledon, Queens and Wimbledon. There you go. Perfect, Jamie. Thank you for your time. Thanks. Cheers. Jamie Murray there, who with Bruno Suarez, his partner, is through to the second round of the men's doubles tournament here at the Queen's Club. The little bit of background noise you can now hear is... 
the covers being inflated over the centre court overnight. Don't worry, that doesn't mean it's raining. It is something they do just as a precaution to protect these glorious, glorious grass courts. Now, I'm under pressure here to create a really, really seamless link from Jamie Murray in a car to Jeremy Clarkson, who I caught up with earlier. Um, unfortunately, I crumbled under that pressure, so I've just, uh, I've just explained uh, that link to you. But yes, I got to catch up with Jeremy Clarkson. He was here earlier and he was having a just splendid day at the tennis. Sun's out, grass courts, it's all just perfect, absolutely perfect day. Any particular favourite tennis players? Are you an Andy Murray fan? I was just, yes, I think Andy Murray is a remarkably good tennis player and I, I love the way that he doesn't really dance in the course of the of public opinion. He just seems not to care what anybody thinks of him, which is great. I mean, I'm good, good on him. John McEnroe yeah. in the coaching box with Milos Raonic. What do you make of that? Yeah, I know, he, he was sitting right in front of me. He's quite vociferous in his support. But, um, he seemed like a pretty good um, player to me, but then they all do, don't they, really? Is it, are you a tennis fan? Do you enjoy this super coaching phenomenon? Do you enjoy seeing Boris Becker, Ivan Lendl, John McEnroe back on the sidelines? No, I, I, like, I just like watching the game of tennis. I don't even have to know. I mean, I don't actually know these two players at all, but this, this, the, sitting right by a court is just such a visceral, fantastic thing to behold. It's a it's a wonderful wonderful game. I might go to Chelsea and watch foot, you know season ticket holder at Chelsea and football's a great game to watch as well. But this somehow is just more one on one gladiatorial and brilliant. And you play a sport of tennis yourself, don't you? I know you've played with <laughs> Prince Harry before. Do you have a dream doubles partner in mind? No 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 no. I play against my son occasionally, and we've just got to that stage in life where he beats me. Only just. So I've just withheld his income, that's as simple as that. That's a very important stage in life for any parent. Yeah, very, it's a very difficult moment when you start losing games to your children. And just finally, busy time in your yeah. life at the moment, how's filming for the new show going? Very good. We're, um, we're 80% of the way there, and the films, and then we go into, well, well, it's a tent, which we take around the world. But it's looking, I'm quietly confident people, people will like it a lot. I think, it's, I think it's tremendous, but I would say that. Back onto the tennis then, Gigi. We have a great order of play tomorrow, the highlight of which has to be the first all-British encounter at ATP Tour level for more than a decade. Ali Ashbadene against Andy Murray. How can it be that we've not had a match between two British players for more than a decade on the men's side? It's incredible and just think we could have had an all-British quarter if um, Dan Evans had come through against Paul Henri Mathieu because the winner of Murray Bednay will face the winner of Paul Henri Mathieu against Kyle Edmund. It, it seems astounding, it's quite astonishing, but it's wonderful to see and I'm interested to see how Aliash Bednay comes up against Andy Murray. I know they get on well and I know Bednay was really rocked with the decision as it stands, not to be able to represent Great Britain in the Davis Cup. He's been completely devastated by it, hasn't he? I mean, it's affecting his whole life by the sounds of things. And coming into the French Open, I think he'd had first-round losses in sort of six or seven tournaments, and it really has had an effect on him. There is one more appeal place they can go, then go to the Court of Arbitration for sport. He says he's getting, you know, stress-related injuries. It's all. He says it's all deeply linked. You know, he's not sleeping, he's stressed out, and that's leading to tendon issues and all that kind of thing it's a really tough time for him yeah, it's a really tough thing to go through it's something he's wanted so much and something he really fought for and to be told that as it stands no and there is only one last place to possibly go if they decide to go to that place so very difficult times for Aliash Bedney but he did well over in Paris give him a little bit of confidence now he's on to the grass he'll get a lot of home support he's up against Andy Murray someone who's been really positive and said really good things about him and you can just hope that he can just put that matter as tough as it is to one side and 
know it's easier said than done and try and get some of that form and confidence back on the grass. Absolutely, that one hotly anticipated. It's second up on the centre court tomorrow, which does mean there's a slight chance that it will clash with a certain football match. But no one, no one really cares about the football more than the tennis, do they, Gigi? Absolutely not. The only thing I will say, and I feel like I'm this sort of voice of doom on this podcast, weather forecast for tomorrow doesn't look great at the moment. But the good thing is, it has time to change. Well, if the rain delays the tennis in time for everyone to be able to watch the football and then the tennis, everyone's a winner. But then you just said no one was interested in the football, so they won't want to watch the football even if there is a rain delay. That's a good point. No one cares about the Euros. (laughs) Everyone only cares about the Aegon Championships, and in particular, the Aegon Championships tennis podcast. Gigi, it's been a cracker again. Thank you so much for your company. We will be back tomorrow and every day and right through to the final of the Aegon Championships on Sunday. So thank you for joining us and do continue to tune in. Jeremy Clark's in there and one of the best interviews in the world. I can't do that. I can't. You know he's going to put it in. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.